Hi, and welcome to the Scottish Song Guide with the Sorries. I'm Marty. And I'm Douglas. And today we're going to talk about Auld Lang Syne. Yeah, which is probably the most famous and widely sung of all Scottish songs. The lyric has remained more or less unchanged since Burns' version was published, although uh, people have been tinkering with it for a, a couple of hundred years up until that point. Yeah, whereas, interestingly though, there have been two different tunes to which the song has been set. Should old acquaintance be forgot Never brought to mind Should all Robert Burns never heard his words with the tune that we all know there. That's enough. <laughs> Got the high note that time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time for everything. <laughs> but um, that tune was first published with those words after Burns' death in 1799. Although another Burns song written or collected by him, there's a bit of debate, called O Can You Labour Lee, Young Man?, that was published in 1792, and that was set to the tune that we now sing to Auld Lang Syne. The roots of that tune uh, were in a, an older folk tune called, a dance actually, called The Miller's Wedding, or The Miller's Daughter, which then kind of evolved into a piece which was written by uh, Robert Mackintosh called Sir Alexander Don's Don's Strathspey. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> Not so you'd notice, but... So And that's the tune that we now know. Yeah, and that tune was fairly widely known, even by the mid-19th century. So, uh, for instance, it was used, it made it across the Atlantic into America, and it's it's used, someone set a, a, an abolitionist song to that same tune as well. Yeah. So it was, it's been used um, a lot. I am an abolitionist, uh, I glory in the name, I think was how it started and fitted to that. And I think America... Yeah, I think America the Beautiful was also sung to that at some point. And then by the time we got into the 20th century, the Korean National Anthem was sung to that tune uh, for about 30 or 40 years, I think. So, uh, <laughs> that, that's a nice little obscure yeah. fact. Yeah, yeah. Well, that could spell the end of my music career. So. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to stop now. <laughs> Acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. Should old acquaintance be forgot and old Lang Syne? The interesting thing with Old Lang Syne is that because it's a song which is so widely known and so widely sung. Most of the people that sing it, I think it's fair to say, don't actually know what the words mean. Or can't remember what the words yeah, mean at the time they're singing the it in New Year. Yeah, well, <laughs> speak for yourself. I'm I usually was. driving you. <laughs> so, Auld Lang Syne itself is probably the first place to start in terms of an explanation of this song. Uh, Auld Lang Syne, the lyric, it, it just means old long ago, if you like. Uh, so it's it's a song about, about memories. Yeah, and about coming back together with old friends. And I think... It's the value of those old friendships, I think, is is one of the things that the song's about. So, you have the first verse, Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and Auld Lang Syne? Which is basically saying, uh, should we forget, you know, times long ago? Should we forget what happened then? 
And the chorus comes romping in with, no. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> for old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne, we'll tack a cup of kindness yet for old lang syne. So we'll be back together with old friends, having a drink, sort of reunited. And, and because of this sort of sentiment of reconciliation and uh, returning home, as it were, in the song, during the American Civil War, the Union tried to restrain the singing of it um, because of the effect that they thought it might have on the soldiers. Um, but funnily enough, at the end of the Civil War, when the terms of surrender had been signed, General Grant then ordered the band to play it because of the, again that sentiment of reconciliation, and it was a time to move on and you know be as one again. last verse of the song is generally used as the second verse because when Auld Lang Syne is sung most often it's sung with the first verse then the chorus and the second verse and then a repeated chorus although there are another three verses but the last verse says and there's a hand my trusty fear and geese a hand of thine will tack a right good willy walked for Auld Lang Syne so that is we'll be back together and we'll be drinking together um you know, thinking about old times. Yeah, Good Willie walked. Uh, walked is, is a draft, basically, a strong drink. And uh, Good Willie is just for goodwill. A good yeah. a goodwill draft is the kind of literal translation of it. Uh, so we'll take, yeah, a drink, just wishing each other well. Yeah, so it's basically a drinking song. And one of the other verses, which is usually missed out, is about buying a drink with a friend. Whereas the other two verses, which are often left out, are much more reflective. Yeah, and I, like I was saying earlier, I think the tone of the original melody brings that out a lot more effectively, I think. We twa ran about the brakes and put the gowans fine but we've wandered money a weary fit sin of That whole thing about Pulled the gowans fine is just you know pulling daisies. It's it's kind of a naturalistic image, so running about the hills, running about the braes, uh, and and you know picking these wildflowers. Um, it's a it's a lovely kind of naturalistic image about childhood, I think. But then he moves on and says, "We've wondered many a weary fit." This idea, this, this the weariness that's crept in. It's it's that it's it's life, isn't it? It's the transition from childhood to adulthood. Yeah, that's happened since he last they last saw each other, and that continues in then the verse which I usually sing we tore he paddled in the burn and again it's that image of them you know in the country and again it's that third line in it really is the kind of the one that brings you it's the kicker up, yeah but sees between us braid he roared and I always I always love singing that verse and that line with the old tune because it really brings out that feeling we tore he paddled in the burn Free morning sun till day, but seas between us, prayed he roared, said all lang syne, for all. 
the roots of Burns' lyrics are fairly far back, I think probably a couple of hundred years before he eventually came up with his version. So you have a, a fragment in the Bannatine manuscript in 1568, there's a refrain, and Ald kindness is quite for yet. And then you move on through the end of the 17th century, uh, there's a, should old acquaintance be forgot and never thought upon. And these are, these are stanzas that are, are set in two different versions. Uh, moving through into Ramsey, Alan Ramsey, who published a version of All Blank Sign, uh, which is much more kind of literary and kind of learned, full of classical references. Yeah, and a lot more, the... sorry, a lot more martial as well. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's true. That, that was 1721, I 1721, think, that yeah. was published. And in Ramsey's version, we see the original tune, the more sort of melancholy tune, or a very close relative of that melancholy tune with the words. For old lang syne, my jo, for old lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet. For old lang syne, it's interesting with that old tune and um, how Burns actually felt about it because. At one level, you know, Bob Irvin's version of, of Burns' uh, selected poems is sort of saying, he says that Burns wrote to Mrs. Dunlop in, in 1788 and said that it's a, it's a, it was an, an air and, a, and words that had thrilled his soul. You know. But then later, he seems to change his mind a little bit yeah, about, the, yeah. about the, the melody. Yeah, he talks about it as being a but mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> Joe always thought it was a bit harsh. Actually, <laughs> it is, yeah, absolutely. Such a lovely tune. But obviously... He wasn't the only one who thought that, because you know, so quickly after his death, and so quickly really after the first version was published. I think it was only three years apart yeah, or something, yeah, wasn't it? That someone that is it Thompson is setting the yeah. setting setting those words to a new tune, the tune that we all now kind of know and love and sing all the time. Yeah. It's interesting to think about, you know, the extent to which the tune, which is a very up tune, the the one that yeah. we know now, has dictated it, kind of contracting into. The shorter song and dropping the sort of more melancholy verses. Yeah, because it's it's now it tends to sort of start off all sort of slow and staid, and then certainly in Scotland, you know, you're linking hands and jumping about into the middle of the room by the yeah, end. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yeah.
hope you've enjoyed the podcast. You can find more information and some further reading on our podcast website, scottishsongguide.com. And you can find out more about us and you can hear the songs by going to thesorries.co.uk. And we also have a Facebook page where you can get in touch with us, which is Facebook slash The Sorries. And you can see videos of us playing songs on YouTube, etc. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want to subscribe through iTunes, you can now do that. And we shall see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Land and sign.